Yo, everybody, what's good? It's another episode of Two Tones. This is Tony Timberlake 3, your host. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. My co-host is here. What's happening? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, T-O-N-Y-L-W-E underscore. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah. L-W-E underscore Tony Lee. Follow me on Twitter. Um, welcome to another episode, like Tony just said. Um, this is 40 People, part two. This is an ongoing series we do, you know, to give back to our supporters and our listeners. You know, um, they support us and listen to us. So what we do to support and give back to them, put them on shows, you know. Um, and just like a regular show, me and Tony will be having, we just add them in. So we do this every now and then. And today we have two special guests with us. Larry yes, and Sean from the timeline. So um, we got to do this episode, fellas. And make sure you give right. your handles. All right. I'm Larry Will. Uh, my Twitter handle, L Williamson JXN. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, don't follow me on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he got that big red X. That, that's him. He always has a red X. I'm like, who's this guy recruiting my timeline? But, um, yeah, man. So, Sean, what up, yo? What's up? Um, you can follow me, block me, or meet me on Twitter at SMH122. <laughs> You might want to mute this nigga because, yeah, he'd be on, he'd be nah, wild. Sean's the funniest, Sean's like the funniest nah, nigga Sean, in my timeline. I'll be crying. Yeah, Sean be low-key funny. Nah, I ain't gonna nah don't, be, don't be setting me up for failure this episode. Nah, <laughs> you, you gonna deliver. I got Not even expecting it, right? I got alley-oops for you. You gonna be all right. This CP3 and Blake, you good. I'm gonna make you look good. All ready for the first round for once? <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I told you. I told you. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, right, but so, Tony, before we before we start everything, yeah. no, no, no. The show needs to know this. I called the cast and said, "I've been screaming the cast." Nope. I've been saying, "I hate to be, I hate to be." I told you so, but nigga, I told you so. <laughs> Every oh, since the show started, <laughs> they've been crying. Don't get me wrong. I was lucky. I was lucky. Since the year started, I figured, you know, Cavs and seven. I said that she before the season started. And I was kind of scared. You know, until my predictions are not going to come to pass, but. It happened, so you and everybody else that's winning, I need an apology or something, or just like, you know, some humility. You know, apology it happened. Did, bro? <laughs> but congrats to the Cavs, man. Congrats, congrats to the Cavs, Cavs yo. Congrats to LeBron. I actually say this. I feel like I like LeBron more now. And, I mean, I'm still a LeBron hater. I'm going to still boo that dude. Um, I, but mm. I definitely, I've always respected his skills, no doubt. But I'm happy to see that he – he accomplished his mission to bring a championship to Cleveland. Unfortunately, though, right. Mo Williams got a ring up to do, so I'm not feeling that. I'm set up. I'm set up with LeBron <laughs> James. Yes. No slander in Mo Williams. That's Mississippi's final. Oh, nah. This is all slander for Mo oh. Williams. Oh. Oh. All slander. Oh. 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 All slander for Mo Williams. He gets all of it. Yeah. Nah. My, yeah, Mo Williams. Let me explain where my hate comes from. A few years ago, before LeBron left Cleveland the first time, sip some tea here, Mo Williams was named an all-star. Mo Williams has never been an all-star caliber player at any point in his career. So that's where it comes from. And not only was he named an all-star, he was named an all-star over Andre Iguodala, who was deserving of an all-star bid that year. So that's that's where my hate comes from. Then it's gonna run, and he's just a bum. So, well, my hate comes from that Orlando series where he's getting schooled by some third string, <laughs> third string point guards. Yeah, 
Yeah, I remember that series. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Is this the one yeah, where that, that sweet letter? <laughs> yeah, <Yo. laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. my heart died. I wanted to retire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that yo. guy got so, that guy got to lay next to the trophy like a, a Instagram model. Nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, like a, a Twitter honey, like a Twitter honey. He was laid up with a trophy like a Twitter honey. I'm like, bruh, stop it. Um, but Sean has to ask. Big baby. Ah, uh, I don't know. It's very debatable. Very debatable. Then Big Baby, Big Baby had to feed up. Though. No, yeah, Big Baby. Most worse if he didn't do nothing this Yeah, it's it's very debatable in my opinion. Um, but. Off of Mo, what do y'all think about the finals? Like the whole collapse, the game five suspension, the Warriors losing the historic season. What was what were y'all overall thoughts on everything? Because the Cavs made history. Some people think it was fixed. I, I personally think it's some hands somewhere. Not ultimately. I don't think the whole thing is just rigged. That's that'd be crazy, right? But ultimately, you know, the officiating, the the way it came down to the end, Aisha Curry, the slander, the, the back and everything collectively. Yo, I, what do you I all think say- collectively about the finals? Let me say this real quick. I think the funniest bomb was when they had her cutting the pie and they put they superimposed Jordan's crying face on it. Jordan's face. Like, I'm just going to cut this up and serve it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, man, a collapse, man. Wow, Golden State. Yeah. All right. So who wants That's to go first? Larry, Sean. So it's on y'all. We'll let y'all go first. Y'all guess. Go ahead. Uh, Larry, think you want to talk about Mississippi's finals? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I was going for the Warriors in the series, but like, see, you knew they Mo kept playing. Rank, you knew it. I mean, like, I don't really like Mo, but kind of like I have to support him because he's from no, Mississippi. You, no, you don't. No, you don't. There's much better. No, I get support. it. I know, I get it. I get that because I'm Jersey. I get that. I'm Jersey. So I'm a support. They are. I don't like you as a player, really, but he's Jersey, so I'm a support. Oh, so yeah, it's kind of you going to support. It's kind of like I'm from Jersey. If you only get one, if you only get one like every ten years, you gotta like <laughs> support one of them. But uh, I know, I know, Monte not winning nothing. So, oh, oh. We are... wow! Hold on, wait, 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 Monte. Okay, yeah. uh, continue, 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 continue. All right, so when. Well, so normally when people win the rings, you give them like a key to the city. So when Mo comes back, we're gonna give him like a Gatorade bottle, a bench, a bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mo. They might they might like name the gym of his high school after him or something like that. Right. No. Yeah. Give no. him like a locker room or something. They give him a Nothing locker room. Should be named after Mo Williams anywhere. Nothing. No. They'll name a hallway, a hallway of the high school. A hallway of the high school. That's your time yeah. today, sir. Um, <laughs> but nah, man. But you were going for the cast, and um, so nah, he was. Oh, going nah, for I, the I was, I was, I was going for the Warriors, but like, oh, okay, okay, my bad. I guess the only thing about Cleveland, uh, like LeBron frustrates me at times because the way he played in Game Five to Seven was kind of like why you didn't do that in Game Four, and it was like. Like, that's what frustrates me most about LeBron. Like, I see how great he is. But he has uh-huh. those moments where he's, like, like a little too passive. And it's like, you know, can't, like, can't nobody stop him. Like, literally nobody. Even Iguodala, he was still putting up 30 on him. So I'm like, you're literally unstoppable. Like, it's that's what makes it so frustrating with him. 
Like, I love the way he plays. It's just, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Sean? I get it, man. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, for me, I think two things. First of all, um, if you look at last year, Golden State, every point guard they faced was was a backup. You know, Conley got hurt. He didn't get to play much. Kyrie mm-hmm. was gone. Um, Patrick Beverly didn't play. So Curry had a little bit of leeway. This year, I know he was hurt, but you look at the point guards he had to go through, and Willard and McCollum, um, then Westbrook and now Irving, I thought he got worn down. And yeah. that's kind of why he struggled so much. Because Clay, I think he's a great player. And Clay does a lot more than Curry, especially on defense. Uh-huh. That's played a lot. But he couldn't do it all by himself. And he almost, he basically by himself will, okay, um, go and say by OKC in that 3-1. But he couldn't do it again. He, he wasn't going to be Cleveland by himself, especially when Kyrie was hot. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things going to look back on and notice that Kyrie got hot and and Curry couldn't match it. Um, the other thing I know you probably, you probably noticed is that this is the first time we saw um, Golden State actually lose their composure. Yeah. Um, mm. Typically, they're, they're very cocky jerks and nonchalant. And they put the people the in the okay, so they fall. Yeah, they come out all cool and nonchalant. They hit the OKC. Oh, we can come out the 3-1. And then you get up 3-1 against Cleveland without having your best game yet. You're like, okay, we can end this anytime we want. And obviously they couldn't. And mm-hmm. so many people are getting on Curry for, like, the behind-the-back passing the game and all that. It's like, that's what made people root for them. Because they were so mm-hmm. cocky in even the tightest moments, and it worked. And finally, it didn't work. So that finally caught up with them. Yeah, man. And they, Curry throwing mouthpieces and Curtis and the oh. sort of going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all, oh, man. Listen, a lot of y'all curse anyway, not curse, so not at all. But listen, it's <laughs> it, it's it's like yo, like come on, when you get on that court, it's another animal. Um, they did melt, like Sean was saying, like they collapsed under pressure, like it really yeah. got to a point. I never seen Curry that rattled. I never seen him fouled out, you know, in the playoff series. But it was crazy. Yeah, he got him yeah, in skin. Fouled out in like two years or something crazy like that. Yeah, yes, it's like 2013. Really, yeah, yeah, like. They really got under their skin, and they did it the best. Like LeBron, I thought actually they got under LeBron's skin. They kind of did, but he wore the Undertaker shirt in the rest of his history. Like soon as LeBron, <laughs> soon as he put the Undertaker shirt on, the rest of his history. Then he shows up with the Ultimate Warrior shirt with the Kermit at the parade. Dead like man, I was like, wow, like this, yeah, the Ultimate. So, like yeah, what's good? Like a lot of go ahead. Let me jump in this. Um, I think that this finals loss will rest hugely on the shoulders of Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Um, Steph Curry for his play on the court being subpar compared to his standard for sure and just subpar in efficiency. The thing that makes Golden State so great is their team efficiency and his efficiency from long range. Um, I think he had like three or four games where it was like three or four of 15 from three. Like that can't happen. Um, overall, they didn't. Is he the Peyton Manning of the NBA? I'm sorry. Is, um, is he the Peyton Manning? Mm, you think? Absolutely. Mm, I'm not going to. Oh, in the regular season, he, he played bad last last year too. Yeah, he played skimpy last year. So, like, great in the regular season, but get to the I mean, finals. I, like, uh, I think I'd say that LeBron might be the Tom Brady to his Peyton Manning. 
like where Peyton had to- had trouble getting past Tom forever. Really, he never really ever had a um, the upper hand on Tom at any point. Uh, but I, I mean, don't know. during the season, Tom's always yeah, been. I mean, the, during- Tom has always been the favorite in those games. But no Ter- has not Curry been the favorite in this series? Like with in this series, I mean, yes. But I mean, last series too. Because I mean, they were last injured. year, I mean, but last year they were injured, so there was a reason why he was a favorite. This year he was a favorite because they went seventy three and nine, for sure. Um, and I guess we kind of underrated the supporting cast around LeBron. I guess we didn't uh, think that. Yes. Well, I don't know about that. I really would make that big of a difference. If we still thought that, you know, this would, even if it went seven, nobody had, nobody had Golden State losing twice at home. Nobody. They did it twice. Go ahead, Larry. Nobody had them losing twice yeah. at home in a series. To, and, to me, like, with, with Cleveland, like, Kyrie played, like, Kyrie really outplayed Steph by a large margin. But, like, it was some, like, games were, like, Guys like Harrison Barnes, Azili, they like just were like no shows on the court. Like Harrison no. Barnes lost so much max contract money. Like every yeah. shot he misses is like millions of dollars just going out the window. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Barnes and then, uh-huh. and then they brought then like late in the game in game seven, like they brought Azili back on the court who really wasn't doing anything on offense or defense. They brought him back on the court, and then I'm like, and he's he not giving you Ron anything. On a three point jump shot. Why would you foul yeah. LeBron shooting the three? He's not gonna make. He may make it. Very small chance that he makes the three. But you live with yeah. it if he does. You don't foul him and give him three free throws. Yeah, it's like little stuff like that. I was like, but this is this is where I this is where I come back to my point about Draymond. Draymond does not get the blame for his on-the-court play because he played well. It's for him being suspended and how it affected his team, ultimately. Because he's suspended, he misses game five. In game five, he's not in on the play that Andrew Bogut gets hurt. He probably would have been there. This probably deters J.R. Smith from driving the way that he did. And even if he is him driving, it's not Andrew Bogut that he's driving into. So maybe you don't lose Andrew Bogut. If you have Andrew Bogut in game six and game seven, those games go a little bit differently. Not because Andrew Bogut is so great, but because now everybody's still playing in their natural spot. You're not asking Festus Azili to give you 25 minutes. He doesn't have to. He comes in at only if necessary for foul trouble. Other than that, he doesn't play like that. I think I think it's kind of unfair to blame Draymond for the suspension because, in my opinion, um, the NBA, I think they look at it and said, okay, Golden State's up 3-1. Yep. So we could suspend him and Uh not feel like we're affecting the series. Whereas, but if you know that you already it was blatant, he kicked him. It was no doubt about it. No suspension. But you can't suspend Draymond. I think the NBA thought we can't suspend him going to game, game four in a 2-1 series, where we would be looked at as, hey, we decided this series. So, he also did more egregious uh, stuff earlier in the playoffs, especially with the Beasley thing. Nobody even talked about that, where he just picked up Beasley and threw him down. 
But, <laughs> I mean, Draymond, he's got to win so much. How can you blame him in that position? Because if you just look at full speed, you don't think anything happens, really. So yeah, it's yeah. a lot of people to look at it. To me, that was like the least worst thing he's done. He did so. That was the least. He, he did. I mean, like, that was not the worst thing he's done in the so far. So I just think yeah. he got, he, it was a bad taste for him. You know, it happens sometimes. Well, he, yeah, and I think NBA is very consistent with his referee officiating. It's like, all right, like it's very ironic that he was suspended that game, but the other games it was like, oh, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? It's a whole thing with the. <laughs> that's what my thing is like. I don't think it's rigged. Ultimately, like that, it'd be crazy. You can't rig shots and like, and you know, you can't rig everything, right? But I, mm-hmm. you know, with officiating, it's kind of it makes you think like, all right, the NBA knew they was doing right here. They knew this would get ratings. They knew they were down. Everything plays a part to me. Um. I'm not saying that's the gist of it all, of it all, but that definitely was influenced, I think, on the suspension, like suspending them. Because he was, like you said, with Beasley and everything else, it was way more times he let that suspension fly. But you held it back, but now you want to let it fly at this. Mm-hmm. Like, if the Cavs won that game, I don't think he's suspended. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, I, this is my question right now. Does J.R. Smith have a shirt on at the moment? Does he? Does he st- is he still shirtless? Nah, he living. He's flourishing. He's about to go try and find Rihanna. Well, Hopefully he's not after me. Yeah, I, I mean, um, aren't you? Aren't you live at the parade coverage? Funny. Everybody talks to me that he's either there, drove there, or thought about being there. And there was there was like a 1.3 million people there. Where wow. It's like the, it's the world's largest struggle party because everybody's there. <laughs> they never won anything before, so they're all crazy no. stories about, you know, uh, uh, you know, 1965, we lost here. Or you thought that was bad. Well, 1957, we lost this. It's like, they're all trading losing stories. Don't for forget, 1965, we lost the world's so, I mean, congrats to Cleveland for doing it, but whatever. Ooh. I don't care. Yeah. They're hanging in parking decks and stuff, hanging from, I'm like, this is dangerous. Yeah. But okay. Um, do what you do what you want, you know. Um, and they deserve it, man. The city, yeah, the city deserves it. There's definitely been a lot of turmoil, sports wise. Yeah, but I, sport. well, I, mean, I mean, they remember they burned his jersey. They yeah, made they four quarter jersey yeah. bottom. Now he's the greatest thing ever because he won for him. Like, come on. Yeah, they burnt his jersey. I see some guy like he put the jersey back on to burn his jersey. <laughs> it's like, what? So yeah, that's enough of that. Cleveland won the championship. Congrats to the city of Cleveland, Cavs, all of this stuff. Whatever. Let's go, LeBron. Okay. Let's um, let's move on. Let's talk about big news today. Some trades in the NBA. Um, as we head to tomorrow night's NBA draft, um, Gordon Hayward was traded from the Utah Jazz to the Boston Celtics. He's reunited reunited uh-huh. with sure? his college coach Brad Stevens. Yep. They traded oh, like right. Smart and um. Avery Bradley, and I think the number three overall pick to do it. Too much. Oh, okay. oh. Um, these facts are these facts are like Twitter rumors. <laughs> oh nah, this is uh, <laughs> this is facts. Oh, yeah. uh, hold on, who did I say? Yeah. It was a reporter. I know it was a reporter. I saw it from. Yeah. I'll tell you in a second. This, this is why Danny Ainge can't have nice things, man. If I don't see uh, Woj, if I don't see Woj tweeted, it ain't real. Oh, <laughs> true. Nah, it wasn't Wolves. Uh, it was B. Sherrod, CSN, which I think is uh, Boston's uh, CSN. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I mean, I think he yeah. would know that's their beat. 
But um, but we'll go with it for now. Uh, so yeah, apparently Gordon Hayward is a Celtic now. Um, he's the new Larry Bird. I'm just kidding. Um, Jeff Teague has been traded from the Atlanta Hawks to the Pacers. Let's go. Y'all finally got rid of Y'all finally got rid of Cisco Hill. Yeah, man. Y'all finally got a point guard. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, he was the part. I'm sorry. Like I, I five years, about five years too late, though. Yeah. Nah, Paul George. And, nah, not really. Evan Turner. I mean, so far, from the team y'all had good, that was honestly. like milliseconds away from getting to the finals, yeah, it's five years too late. No, you seen Evan Turner play? Dude, Evan Turner and Paul George at this point? Right, yo, all right. y'all could have beat Biden a couple of years ago. Bro, okay, just keep on us. That's all I'm saying. Just keep on. Right. Yeah, y'all can fight for second place. <laughs> what's, what's your squad? Someone, all these jokes you let them fly. What's your squad, bro? No, I got us on squad. Oh, I'm an equal opportunist. Squad. Everybody gets it. Oh, no, so you have no, you have no NBA, no NBA team. Nope. Oh, okay. You playing the safe route? Okay, cool. All right, tell me. Uh, and Derek Rose. The big, the biggest move today, Derrick Rose, is now a New York Knicks. The New York Knees, um, the Knickerbockers insurance company, they cover your knees. Derrick Rose is over there. Look at this long list. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Allen Houston, to Penny Hardaway, to Amari Stoudemire, if you got a bad knee and you want a big contract, go to New York. Yeah. Listen, you know I, I was a bad trade. I I don't. It's yeah. a low risk trade, but it's a bad look. It's a bad look really? for the Chicago mm-hmm. Bulls, in my in my opinion, because you trade oh, for the, Bulls. the hometown okay. kid. Okay. The hometown kid is traded. It's a bad look for the Knicks because it's another damaged investment. How many times are you going to go to this well? How many times are you going to give somebody a contract that nobody else will give them? They gave him a million dollar contract with no insurance. They were the he only had one year that would give him money with no insurance. He only got one year yeah. left. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they didn't, really give, up. Man. They didn't really give up all that much to get him. So I guess it's yeah, because in that regard, because they were paying, because they were paying the same money to uh, Lopez and the other guys. So it's like you basically, if he plays well. Okay, you can, uh, you know, up it up for a couple more years, but if he plays bad, just let him go. Yeah. I still got faith in Rose, man. I, I mean, he ain't going to be ex- as explosive, obviously, but I still, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I got faith in him, man. I got a little faith yeah. in him. Melo, Melo, somebody said Melo's in his prime on Twitter. I don't know why they say that, but Melo, Melo not, still. Melo is forgotten on mm-hmm. the low. I don't even think he about is. Melo. He can still score, though. He can still score, but he ain't. He can score, oh, yeah. but he's no longer an elite small forward. He's out of that conversation. Porzingis is the guy. Yeah, to me, they should be building. They should be building around Porzingis more than Melo. But it seems like with this move, it seems like they're trying to build around Melo. They're trying to win now. They're in New York. They always have to win now. Apparently, that's, their, that's what they think. That's kind of their problem. That's their problem, that's though. They they're trying to win. That's now. why they never have draft picks. That's why the Nets are jacked up like they are. They gave up all their draft picks. For old Paul Pierce, old KG, and old Jason Terry, and they were all gone within a year, and the team is garbage. They got rid of Dan Williams no and Joe Johnson. You have no problem with the trade? I don't think the trade is bad. 
No, because look, this is the thing. There's only two free agent point cards in the market, really. Yeah. Um, Conley mm-hmm. and Rondo. Obviously, they probably put a feeler out to Conley, like, are you interested? Would you be interested? Mm-hmm. Like, he nope. had, they had to hear something like, either I'm not coming or I'm more interested in, for example, the Spurs. If so, then my next option would have been, okay, let me talk to Atlanta about Teague. And obviously, yeah. if Teague was going to get traded, Atlanta wanted more back than would have been probably Lopez or a second-round draft pick. They wanted a little bit more back. And they got mm-hmm. that. They got a first-round draft pick, which Knicks don't have. So the Knicks were in a position where it's really only Rose and uh, Rondo. And at that point, which would you rather have? That's the one that's going to play 82 um, games? Can I choose neither? Yeah. Just stick with me. But the thing is, they both got knee problems. So. <laughs> just stick with yeah, one Calderon. One can. How about the stuff with Calderon for so one more I'm, year, though? At least if you take Rondo, you know he's going to go out of his way to pass the ball to Carmelo because he wants to assist. So no problem right, with right, Carmelo. Right. I don't think Melo's going to do well is, having a, a ball-dominant point guard a scoring ball-dominant point guard. I saw a tweet that talked about Melo's best years being with a good point guard, and they listed AI, Chauncey, and now Rose. Um, Melo didn't have that well, great I, of success with Allen Iverson, and it's because they were both ball-dominant. Yeah, they made the playoffs. Yeah, they won, like, 49, 50 games. But they didn't get past the second round with AI, and AI's my boy. But – there are certain players you just can't put together. Certain types of players you can't put together. You can't put two ball down. Would you agree? Would I agree? But with? would you agree at this point of Rose and those careers that they both need someone around them that can take the pressure off each other? Yes. Yeah. And that's why Porzingis is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Listen. The Knicks going, Nick. Um, let's talk about this, though. Y'all think the rent going somewhere this summer? If so, where? No, hold on. Let's let's hold off on KD and the the big free agent that really. No, let's, let's work. Come let's, work up, let's work up to the big guy. Let's start with. I got a list of these free agents that are available after the season, which is now. So. Um, some of them are interesting, and some of them are here because I know Sean's going to slander them. Um, let's start with, oh, come on. <laughs> let's start with Mario, Super Nintendo Chalmers, Mario. Huh? Mario Chalmers. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, Don't who, Mario Chalmers. Um, is Mario coming to Cleveland? No. Yo, he, nah, but back up, yeah, yeah, he might, he might, he might. LeBron don't want, LeBron don't want LeBron won't vote, but hell want him. Come on, man. <laughs> this is LeBron's first ring without him. Yo, yeah. Come on. Yes. All right. So let's look at um, there's a few Cleveland players that are free agents. J.R. Smith is a free agent. Delhi and Mozgov. Any of them staying in Cleveland? If so, who? And if not, where are they going? Uh, you think J.R. might get to talk about them? I don't I get talking about that much. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Larry, you go first. Who? I think Delhi might stay uh, just because I think nobody really wants him. 
So he might just like make a deal to like clean the bathrooms just to stay. <laughs> Mozgov, anybody think he's staying or is he leaving? He didn't really play this oh, year. Last year in the finals, he played. He was at second leading scorer. Somebody, he played like somebody gonna pay him. Somebody gonna pay him just because he's big. True. Yeah, he's a body. He's a, he's a good body out there. They're gonna put him in Sacramento, Milwaukee, somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. Get rid of him. Erase his memory. Okay. Jr. <laughs> small market. Jr. might stay. I don't know. I think, J- I think Jr. goes tries to find a team he can gun on and just get numbers. He's got a ring now. Now he can go. I don't care much about you know, him, honestly. He can go to the Nets and you know start and get thirty shots a game. He can. He, he really can. That can be a possibility. And you can stay in New York, you know. So, I mean. He's going to find a uh, shirt for skins, rec league to play in. <laughs> shirt. <laughs> shirt for ah. skins. Uh, that's funny. Let's get, but, let's get to a serious name. Al Horford from the Atlanta Hawks. He's a free agent. Power Ford Center. Uh, yeah, Brian's in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I would love to play um, in Indiana, but you know, I mean, yeah. I think that's why they made the Teague move to have more cap space to re-sign him. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm tough. You think I think I'm thinking personally Miami or um, Boston. Both those teams. Miami or Boston? Yeah. And Boston. Yeah. Is dope. And, yeah. Especially if Miami loses white side, they're going to need somebody to put there. So mm-hmm. either or, I think those are the two destinations. Because I'm, if I'm him, Atlanta's not going anywhere. They've reached their peak. You yeah, got to yeah. go somewhere else. And also, the second round would be interesting would be Charlotte. Sh- Charlotte would make a good sense for him if he wants to get on a team that can possibly excel past what Atlanta did. Because they're going to mm-hmm. need somebody if Al Jefferson leaves. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's go to the guy I think is about to take New York for some money. Bismack Biombo. Uh, do you think he gets big, a big deal from his performance in the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes. He shouldn't, but he will. And who gives it to him? Yeah. Uh, um. I said the somebody. Knicks, I think yeah. the Knicks do a lot of dumb yeah. stuff. This seems like a Knicks right. move. That's what they did with Eddie Curry. He had like a good like <laughs> series. Let's say Eddie Curry, Jerome James type thing. Somebody have one yeah. good series, so they like just bring him in, sign him to a max Good. deal. The Nets could do something stupid yeah, like that too. Knicks and Nets, the battle of New York over Bismack and Biombo. Uh I, I I I think a team to look for would be Houston because White's gone. They need a big man there, and obviously they want somebody who's not going to want the ball as much. So he can run, you can rebound, you can block shot. That's what they want from Dwight, except without the touching of the, of the ball. So Biama mm-hmm. could do that. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go for your your favorite trio in this bunch, Sean. Uh, Mike Conley Jr. Jared Sullinger, Evan Turner, the Ohio State guys that are free agents. 
So currently, oh, I'm thinking Spurs. Those yeah. other two, I'm thinking jail because they've been stealing money for years. As twenty to catch them, <laughs> they've done the run way too long. So if you have him going to the Spurs, is Parker done? Uh, I think he's done as a thirty minute per night guy. If anything, he's more like twenty minutes, if that. Okay. So you th- do you think he would accept a bench role, a six man role? Talking about that's a great days. question. And my personal opinion, I mean, he started he started his career off the bench, so I think he's more going to the bench than Duncan would be. Hmm. True. Okay. So jail for Evan Turner, Jarrett Sullivan. Hey man, this is fun. Um, Dwight <laughs> Howard. It's not fun. Go to get to the stars. <laughs> it is fun. Dwight Howard. Mm. He said the stars. He said the stars, not Dwight Howard. Hey, wait. <laughs> I said stop. the stars, right? <laughs> but um, y'all not saying the great Dwight. The, wow, the great. You know it. Wow. Um, Dwight Howard. Uh, mm. Dwight Howard. He's in, a, he's in that Derrick Rose basket of if this was five years ago, I would be hyped. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I have more potential for him than Derek. So uh, maybe, maybe Chicago, maybe New York, mm. maybe Chicago. He maybe might can go to uh, Atlanta if Horford leaves. He he can. Mm. That can be a possibility. He got a baby mom in there somewhere, so Atlanta be perfect. He got a couple. He definitely got balls in Atlanta. That's factual. Um, but yeah, man, I think somewhere in the East Coast. Um, I don't think I can see anywhere in West. I'm sitting. I think I might say LA, but yeah. You know, All right. No, we don't want him. Go ahead. No, Lakers don't want Dwight ever. <laughs> yeah, that was that was horrible. So I texted my boy. He's a Lakers fan. I was like, yo, y'all bringing Dwight back home? He said, oh, hell nah. Nah, don't play with me. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, man. Lakers fans can't talk. They got they've got one free agent in the last thirty years now at Shaq, so they don't got a room to talk. Take what you oh, do. Oh, wait. Oh, oh as a as a Lakers fan, who? What other free agent than Shaq y'all ever got? No, no, no. I said Carl and uh, GP one free agent. Gary Payton. Come on, man. Yeah. No, come on. They were forty years old. Don't Carl Malone and GP. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. I ain't talking about them Washington niggas, man. No, you can't talk about anybody who has a handicap sticker on their car. No, nah, man. <laughs> All right, next bit. <laughs> Come on, man. All right, let's go to Dwight Howard's AAU teammate, Josh Smith. I forgot uh, about Josh Smith. Who won? I really don't care where he goes. He had a bad year. The D-League. <laughs> D-League. D-League. <laughs> How about that? Wilson, by the way, wants to the Knicks. Yeah, everybody just bad place them in New York. <laughs> like the Knicks and Nets can have a bidding war. The Knicks, yeah, that'd be Knicks just taking everybody that's done and no potential. It's just that's the home rehabilitation. The Knicks, man. So, I, yeah, I really don't care where Josh goes. Wherever he goes, they're not going to prosper. So, I mean, okay. I can see the net. I can see the net. Hey, hey, seriously, seriously, go. Go ahead, Sean. You said what? Nah, Sean, go ahead. You Hello? saying something? Oh, I, I was saying seriously, though. Um, for Dwight, I think Dark Horses will be Portland and Golden State from the West Coast because Golden State wanted him three years ago, and he spurned them. 
you know, we all know Portland needs a big guy in the paint because Plumlee and Leonard, they're not really going to put them over the hump. So those are two yeah. options, I think. And he's there with another Adidas guy. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. So. But um, Barnes, where does he want to go? I don't know. I'm saying he goes to L.A., him and um, Walton. They try to recreate Golden State. Yeah, uh, uh, miserably. You said Barnes and who? Mm. Lakers. Walton. I hope not. Oh, no. Yeah, we got a Lakers fan. Yeah, as a, as a Lakers fan, as a Lakers fan, I'd rather they go after somebody like Batum, mm-hmm. who who can does the 3 and D a little bit better than Harrison to me. Okay. I think a good Somebody, spot for yeah. I, I think a good spot for Harrison Barnes would actually be Portland, alongside C.J. McCollum and uh, Damian Lillard. They can run up tempo. He gets a chance to what about put his wings a little bit, huh? What about Aminu? Man, please, Aminu. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, you, some good you, mean you mean the guy who made Austin Rivers' face look like Martin when he boxed Tommy uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Leave him alone. <laughs> nah, next, no. Man. All right. Um, let's go to Darren Williams. Uh, he was, he was, he he go, back to, go back to Brooklyn. Back to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Oh, uh, he just. Yeah, I'm, uh, uh, yeah. Dirk Duncan and Manu Ginobili. Yeah, I don't think they like that. They all stand with Yeah, Dirk I mean, and Manu have opted point. out, and Duncan, I think, can opt out if he wants to. They're trying to win now. I think at this point, so they're gonna go somewhere. It's gonna be a championship caliber team. So I think Dirk. You know, I've seen him on Golden State Jerry's on Golden State Falcons and on, so maybe there. If Dirk goes, I, don't, I can't see Dirk in San Antonio. I don't know. I can't see that. Um, I, I actually could. Golden State with Dirk. I actually could see Dirk in San Antonio. What about Cleveland? His rival? Yeah. Yeah, him and San, I don't know. I, that doesn't, That's, I don't know. Uh, nah. I mean, it, I'm talking about basketball-wise. What he could do for them on the floor, I could see Dirk being there. Do I think he would actually go? Yeah, probably not. That's what I'm talking. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Well, I, if that's the case, then I don't I just, really see him going to anybody in the Western Conference. That's the title. Golden State? Nah. I mean, Golden State, it's kind of Golden down State got him, it's out of play. Golden State is the reason he was put out in 07 in the first round. Nah, bad memory. But you talking about style of play, though. You said basketball and style of play. I mean, Golden State. Yeah. Man, that would be like a yeah. perfect fit. Um, I think going, if he ring hopping, if he ring search well, right now, then I mean, not, it's not. I would say it's not a perfect fit in this regard. His defense is lacking, and they are all about defensive versatility. So he'd be a liability on the floor defensively. Not the way Curry. No, I'm playing up. But yeah, you yeah. have him and Curry on defense. Come on. Yeah. Right. Somebody got to be like him. Can't I, think, uh, I think Pau Gasol would be a good fit in Golden State. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so, too. I think that would actually be better. As a big man that can pass? 
he was next. He was next and on the list, can, pal. So, yeah, he could yeah. be like that backup big man, which I feel like Golden State kind of lacked, especially like offensively. Mm-hmm. Like if Dre, like if Draymond is out of game, somebody that can like just plug in for one game and play well. I got somebody else I think might fit that a little bit better. Joaquin Noah. Also oh, he's going, to he's going to Minnesota. What? Really? With Thibodeau? Okay. You think so? That. With Alongside, alongside Towns like, and Wiggins? So he doesn't want knees? Get it. He doesn't want range? <laughs> he wants to grind his knees into dust then if he's going to go to play for Tibbs again. I don't know. Because I think, I don't know. I don't think Minnesota is as far. I think they're like how Golden State was maybe about four years ago where they're not as they're they're kind of far record wise but you know mm-hmm. with development like they're really not as far as people think mm-hmm. yeah Minnesota's nice though I mean Minnesota's gonna come up like but uh, I can see uh, no one going to see too the whole adrenaline you know he, I hate the way he played he's so wild he's rebounding and he's size he plays him yeah, next great mind and especially with uh, yeah, him and Draymond. Oh my God, LeBron. They'll be they'll be suspended <laughs> by like the fifth game in the series. LeBron. Will yeah, like man. they'll be suspended. But okay, I actually um, think yeah. Noah would be a better fit in San Antonio because um, the okay. one thing Duncan had issues with was he's a great rim protector, but he couldn't play minutes against small ball lineups. I think Noah mm-hmm. would be a better fit against small ball lineups. And, and he can play him everything Marcus getting, except for that post game. Yeah, you're going to need to do that. Marcus plays the post. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he can play the post for scoring. I'm just saying, for Noah, yeah. you, you just want to paint that can rim protect. And yep. Duncan obviously can't give you too many minutes anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's like taking the minutes away from that David West had last year. So just basically just swapping them out. Yeah. Yeah, since West is gone. All right. Yeah. Wade, uh-huh. AKA Larry Hughes to you, Sean. <laughs> I don't think he's going nowhere. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. Hang on. You don't think he teamed I up? With I would have liked to see. Nah. nah. I don't if Cleveland would have lost, if Cleveland would have lost, probably. If Cleveland yeah, lost, probably. Okay. Yeah. If Cleveland would have lost, they probably would have shipped. Carry and love out, depending on how bad they lost. And then they would have somehow lured Dwayne Wade to Cleveland. Okay. But seriously, though, I think there's a real legitimate chance that we could see a super team in Clippers where LeBron will go there. Um, they could convince Wade to sign there. And you can do the mellow for Blake trade. And you can have the team there. Yeah, that's that, very that easy. That can happen. And I mean, you got Blake and Rose in New York. It could happen. Better for New York. I I would love that trade for New York. That's like, I love that. But from New York, I love I that trade. I get rid of one aging star. I get a younger one who's very marketable in Blake Griffin. Box office. You're going to sell some jerseys. You put him next to Porzingis. Yeah. I would like that if I was New York. Um, all right. Deion Waiters. 
And let's just throw this mm-hmm. one in there too. Lance Stevenson. Deion Waiters, Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. You want Lance um, back in I'll Indiana? I would love to see them. You said what? I said you want Lance back in Indy? Nah, nah. No, I I don't as a fan. I don't personally know. I mean, I appreciate what you did in the fast break, but then I don't appreciate it sometimes. So <laughs> it's like no, no, I'm good. Like I'm, he he he. It's like nah, I'm good. I'm good. Wait, so you got you got issues with Lance, but you like Evan Turner? Yes, Evan, Evan Turner has just not grown into this. He's second year in the league. I don't think right? he's second talking league, about Evan. Year. I think he's talking about the center Turner that they just got. Not Evan yeah, Turner. hopefully you are. No, I'm yeah, talking about Miles Turner. No, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Talking about I'm talking about the center Turner, not the. I'm sorry. Miles? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Miles? he's apologized. Yeah, apologize yeah, about Miles Turner. For that. <laughs> yeah. Cause you said Evan, I was just like, okay. <laughs> no, the dude from Texas, Miles from Texas. Yeah. You try to ignore it. Yeah. No, no, Evan's the bum. Yeah. Mouth, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jamal Crawford, Jeff Green, Iso Joe. Boston? Jamal? Maybe. Maybe Cleveland. I can see Jamal in Cleveland. Yeah, I can see Jamal in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. If he goes to Cleveland, they get rid of JR, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that. Yeah. I think that'd be, that'd be better for them. And I would love to see Jamal in Cleveland with LeBron. I love it. Man, yeah. can you imagine Jamal and Kyrie having dribble offs each time up the court? Just ice I'm gonna get you ankle right now. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron gonna kill them both. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Arguing on the sideline. Hilarious. I just be crying. Alright. That's uh, a great way to make LeBron go bald. <laughs> man. All right, Jeff Green and Iso Joe. Any any places you guys think they can land up? Uh, and by Iso Joe, I mean Joe Johnson, formerly of the Brooklyn Nets. And we Miami. know who you mean. Stop. Not that many Iso yeah. Joes in the league. <laughs> yeah, Joe, I, he goes back to the D League. Jeff Green, um, Washington, maybe. I don't. Jeff Green, I. Maybe Washington. I want. I want to be Green goes wherever he can shave points. Yeah, right. Wherever he can. Yeah, really, right? So, Atlanta, maybe. Atlanta with uh, Dwight, him and Dwight in Atlanta. Mm. I don't know, man. All right, we winding up. We winding down. DeRozan and Rondo. D League. <laughs> DeRozan gonna stay. DeRozan staying in Toronto. Really? Yeah. I hope they don't, they hope they hope they don't expect to be back in the Eastern Conference Finals next year. Yeah, they definitely expect. I mean, they, yeah, they need to hang that up. I mean, they can. <laughs> That was they got their wing on, on a, off a wing and a prayer like that was, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll be happy to trade the Rosen to I'm saying like keep oh boy, but trade the the Rosen. Give me somebody else. Mm-hmm. Give me, I just see the Rosen in the Knicks though. I can see that. So you got everybody going to the. We got everybody. Going yeah, I'll say. 
We got half the league on the Knicks. Yeah. And Listen, Knicks ain't anybody. Um, all right. Yeah, still not the point guard. You got to put Rondo there. Yeah, you can't put Rondo there. But. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get where, where you got to take Rondo goes? Uh, Chicago. Chicago, Minnesota. No, not Minnesota. Denver. Philly. Nah. Wayne said, 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 no uh, player one. <laughs> player one. <laughs> player one. Oh, <laughs> uh, player, player one. Is like player, one. player one. <laughs> All right. So yeah. this one, I don't think he's going anywhere, but he does have the ability to do so if he wants to. LeBron James. Clippers, like Sean was saying, if so, but I don't think he's going nowhere. He's not going nowhere. If so, it'd be Clippers. That's it. Like. Do you guys give any credence to Stephen A. Smith's theory about KD and LeBron teaming up for the Lakers? No. No. No, not at all. I'm a Lakers fan, and I I don't believe that. (laughs) Stephen A. Smith, he's a a cool man. He he cool, but he be cool. Like, he really do. Like, he cool sometimes. LeBron and all that craziness, like, like, KD. Like, I'm going to say it again. and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna it, say again. it again. You don't want to mess with me, like nigga. Really? <laughs> like, like knock it off, my nigga. Like, come on, like. But all right, so LeBron stays guy. home. And where do we have KD going? Hey. KD going to Golden State, and I'm gonna be mad. They're gonna have like three straight chips. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, he's gonna stay in Oklahoma City. Really? He's like I, one of them. He's one of them, he's loyal for no reason type. Like, he has no reason to be loyal, but he's, he's just loyal. Loyal for no reason. Yeah, we didn't type people. But, um, yeah. I think right, Sean, you got KD going with... somewhere? Oh, yeah, I got him going to Golden State. Because he, he wants to turn heel so bad. He, he's, he's trying to come into that ring and swing that steel chair with his best friend Westbrook so bad. So Is he the Hulk Hogan? Is he the Hulk Hogan of... The outsiders now? Yeah. So Steph yeah. is yeah, the outsiders. Yep. Yo, if KD goes to Golden State, bruh, like this might be the first time in a while I say, yeah, I can, I can guarantee there's like at least two championships in the next three years and at least two championships. Like, guarantee in the next three years, at least having two of them. I mean, if KD goes there. Like, that's just, that's just, yeah, wow. Man. That'd be insane. But all right, I know, we'll see. So that was cool running through the free agent list. Um, let's talk about this draft. We're gonna tell everybody, huh? We're gonna tell everybody to scroll past all this because they gonna look like they still talking about <laughs> nah, <laughs> let the NBA. Listen. Nah, let them listen. Let them get educated. Um, when he brought up he brought up Bismack Biombo, I was like it's gonna be a long night. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Bismack Biombo, like nobody's talking about that, bro. Yeah, they're literally scrolling past at this point. Like, nope, they're still talking. But 
right. So the Sixers have taken Ben Simmons number one overall, and they've been uh, there's right. been rumors that they've been offering Jaleel Okafor or Nerlens Noel for the right piece. I think they should move one of them for Jimmy Butler since it looks like Chicago is just breaking it all down, starting over. Go get the wing defender. Um, keep it moving. You got Simmons. They're looking at him as a point guard. I don't really think so. I think he'd be better suited playing the wing. So you get Jimmy Butler, have Simmons on the wing with him, and go get Conley. Overpay him if you have to, but get a point guard. I don't care to talk about the Sixers and the draft choices. Y'all trash. Y'all are forever be trash. Um, the past couple draft choices was trash. And B going to come back. He's going to be trash. I can't believe. Yeah. Really, I, I, I'm, I'm really, sorry. You really I'm sorry. laying it out right now. Let's, let's pick the second. Who got the second pick? Lakers. Second pick is the Lakers. Oh. Oh. Well, they got high hopes me up. I just. Yo, fam, we got a new front office. It's not the same dude. Okay. Okay. No, Tony, right. you got to listen to the description where they could skim past the Sixers talk. Because I'm not going to about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm going to listen to that moving. description. Skim past Sixers talk at 1607. <laughs> Because this is right, all good question. I, I had nothing to say, honestly. So y'all can talk right. about it. I'm done. Let's keep it moving, man. All right. <laughs> let's keep it moving. Let's talk about these movies, man. Um, a couple of trailers have been released recently. One for A Birth of a Nation, uh, the Nat Turner story mm-hmm. by uh, Nate Parker. How do you guys feel about it? I think it's dope, personally. Um it's funny because like everybody said they tried to slave movies, but the only slave movie they wait for is that that Turner story. And um, this is the story everybody's been waiting for, man. Um, the trailer is really dope to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Andre Day playing the Rise Up joint to make it all sentimental. I'm like, all right, that's cute, whatever. <laughs> but it's dope. I can wait for it. The, the story behind it is so fascinating. So when you learn the story in that Turner, then you can wait for the movie because it's like, oh, I hope they get it right because this story, it's a really, you know, it's a slave movie, but. That's a kind of different than the rest, mm-hmm. besides Django, which was like a parody. But yeah, I think it's dope. I, I can't wait for it. I'm going to see it. The weekend it yep. goes up. No doubt. I guess y'all yeah, not feeling it. Yeah. Any other thoughts? <laughs> I just don't well, want to jump in. Well, those two things I took the floor open. Go ahead. Well, those two things I took away from it. One, uh, I, I said there's two things I took away from it. One, um, I saw that they got the largest. Um, Sundance mm-hmm. on history. Yep. So I think that's like pretty amazing. That's a lot of the movie. But also, go back to Tony's point about, you know, people tired of slavery movies and civil rights movies. I mean, if you look at what came up the last five years, you know, Django, Lincoln, 12 Years a Slave, um, now this, and, and other movies. I can understand that. Um, underground. But at the same you? time, it's like, but at the same time, it's like, what do you want then? Because whatever you want, you got to support. So yeah, yeah. there are certain cult classics like you know, um, The Wood and Best Man and stuff like that in Friday series. But if you if you really want something different, you don't have to support it, and you also got to let people know what you want because if all you're going to see is these movies and you're getting so much money to these movies, then that's all they're going to keep on making. So at some point, mm-hmm. you got to let people know what you want to see. Well, let's talk yeah. about it because this other film is apparently what we want to see. Uh, after the success of Straight Outta Compton, we get the trailer for All Eyes on Me, the Tupac Shakur film. 
which apparently just finished Yeah. How do you guys feel about it? What do you think about the casting of Tupac Shakur? Who is going to be played by Honestly, Demetrius Ship? I, I thought it was going to be the other old boy that is this guy looks just like Tupac. I forgot his name, but I thought he was going to be the, act, the lead actor. He looked literally just like Tupac. Like, why shows you thought this was Tupac, right? But I, he was, quote-unquote, going in for the role, and I guess he didn't get it. At that scene in the trailer, like, oh, they got a different guy. Um, but, like, the trailer, I've seen, you know, bits and pieces. Obviously, you know, kind of too early to distinguish, oh, it's going to be dope. But people are saying, like they say in every movie, it's looking better than the big movie. This this going to be the one. This movie looking incredible. Uh-huh. So you really see it. And you, everybody says that on the set. You know, the movie coming out crazy. So I'm telling you, okay, we'll see, right? But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the big movie wasn't all that bad to me. A lot of people slander it, but it wasn't all that bad to me. It was just yes, here and there. You could tell Puffy told the story. When Derek Lucas yeah. playing Puffy, yeah. you could tell Puffy telling the story. <laughs> so so here and there, you can see things like, oh, but I mean, I hope it is dope. I really do. I mean, yeah. I love Puck, most importantly for his character, who he was, rather than musically, which I'll get into mm-hmm. real quick as we talk about this. But, um... I can't wait for it, man. I hope it really is raw and it's authentic, and I hope it goes into his life outside of the music, though. Like his aunt, his his mother, his his teachings, the Black Panther, the whole family, his lineage. Like, I really want that to be expressed in his movie, so I can't wait for it, man. I'm definitely going to see that. Yeah, I think um, I had seen it said that it probably should have been um, a miniseries instead of just a feature film so that you could allow for more time to really discuss those issues that you raised mm. in terms of his upbringing, um, Black Panther ideology as he grew up, mm-hmm. um, his political, uh, well, not aspirations, but his political thoughts and things like that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see the film. Um, they brought the guy who played Biggie and Notorious back to play Biggie in this film. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, that's that's kind of dope. So me. that's cool. It's a nice nod to the other film. Um, and kind of links them as Tupac and Biggie are always linked. Um, so I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. What y'all think, fellas? I think, uh, um, right, I'll that. <laughs> nah, I think, like, to me, when it comes to, like, biopics of, like, artists this big, it's hard to kind of fit their whole life into, like, two hours. Because, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like, Cause that's how I was like when I was watching this uh, OJ documentary over the past week. I'm like, Ooh. they had ten hours, like ten hours worth of stuff, and I'm like, and they still ain't able to tell like everything. They told a lot, but still like it's still like a lot of stuff you want to know. Yeah. So that's why it's so hard for like like I know like my favorite like uh, music uh, kind of bop is like the Temptations, where it's like four yeah, hours yeah, long. Yeah. They're, like they're really yeah. like. A lot going on. And so, like, to me, those are the best ones compared to ones that's like, you, 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 you like, you question yourself on about, oh, why they didn't talk about this? Why they didn't talk about this? Why they didn't talk mm-hmm. about this? And it, and it makes it kind of, I don't say difficult to watch, but it makes you feel like I'm better off watching a documentary than watching a movie. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I'll say this concerning, like, I think the best example of a shorter, and even though it was still almost, like, three hours long, is the NWA film. Um, but they only covered a short period of time, but you have five people to cover. 
So I think that they did that one well uh, in terms of telling the story of NWA from inception to break up to them branching out into their own solo successes. Um, but, yeah, I definitely agree. I do like to see the life story that come up before they're famous. How did this person grow to be the person that they are? as opposed to, like, a snapshot in their life of a couple-year period or whatever. How about you, Sean? What do you think? I I understand why they're making a Tupac movie because he transcends so many different lines, and you can get anybody into that movie theater to see Tupac. But my issue is there's been countless documentaries, there's been countless um, made-to-TV movies on Tupac. How this mm-hmm. is movie going to stand out from all the others that's already been presented to us. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one thing about guys like Tupac. Whereas, you know, at least with NWA, he didn't have that such a catalog. So, True. even though the story was known to a lot of people, there's still some things that weren't. So, there's a large audience that learned something new about our group they probably didn't know much about. So, I think that's the one thing you, you may see a struggle with this Tupac movie. Um, mm-hmm. Just... If they if they go on the same route, same story all the time, I think it may turn people off. I don't think it's necessarily a, a make or break with this movie because I mean, there's countless artists you can do um, films on. Personally, I'm more of a documentary guy. I mean, I love the Nas documentary on Illmatic. It wasn't on his life, but still, I love the mm-hmm. card called Quest One. I thought it was probably one of the better ones they've done. Yeah, I wish there was more done like that, but I can understand why they're going to the the main feature films. Hopefully they can get some more artists. Some more Did you check out the joint on Netflix? I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I have to watch that one. I started but I I gotta I gotta make sure my mind is right to watch a documentary. <laughs> I gotta be I gotta watch the Nina Simone. The Nina Simone one? I heard that, that one was dope too. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, man, but hopefully I think it's, I hope the spot thing is good, man. And I'm, I want to talk about that because on Twitter, you know, Twitter going Twitter going Twitter, but on Twitter, let Twitter tell it, Pac is overrated, right? And what? <laughs> that's what that's the general consensus, right? That's like always the thing with Tupac. Oh, he's overrated. He can't rap. That, that's just what Twitter. Obviously, Twitter's going to be Twitter, but I always if Tupac can't rap, yet. then what are we listening to now with most of these artists? Yeah, but I mean, cause, but what they do is, like, and I get it, it's going to compare them to Big. To me, there's no contest. Like, lyrically, Big was a better rapper, right? But Definitely. if you're talking, if you're talking artist, artistry, charisma, influence beyond rap, Pac was just much bigger on a global scale and had more impact on culture and just people, period. Like, I like Tupac the person better than I like Big the person. But I like Big the rapper better than I like Tupac the rapper. But it was mm-hmm. just, this is the thing, like, on Twitter. Like, oh, Pac is overrated. Like, Hennessy. Like, he's like, Hennessy is like everything alive. <laughs> Hennessy. <Hennessey. laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So, I'm like, he's not overrated to me. But I was never, like, big. I'm East Coast, so big, musically, big albums, whatever. And it was less albums, too, granted, right? But I was both a big fan musically. I wasn't that big of a Pac fan besides, like, the radio singles, the smash songs. But I wasn't, like, the catalog guy with Pac. Like, I was, like, Hell Mary, Ambition of Lerata. Hit him up, you know, like, cool, dear yeah. mama, like, those songs I rock with. Because I liked him like that, but I never like, yeah, I'm a Pac fan. His character, yes, because he was a very intelligent, introspective dude. But, like, rap-wise, like, that's the thing. Like, oh, Tupac is overrated, but he's, everybody going to say anything. You know, Twitter, Twitter says some of the dumbest stuff ever, right? 
But I'm like, I mean, what do y'all think about that, though? Pac being overrated as a rapper, as an artist. Do y'all think Pac is overrated, the praise he gets? Or do you think most of the praise comes from him as a person mixed with the rap? Or do you think it's just people praising uh, his rap ability? I think it's a combination of, like, the person he is and, like, uh, his personality was, like, so big where, like, you couldn't avoid him, in a sense. Right, right. With, like, his like his persona made you like believe what he said in his rap. Uh-huh. It was like, okay, I feel what he's saying because I was like, when you see him move, like even when he's not rapping, it makes you like. It's like certain people, your eyes just go to them in a room. Like he's one of those yeah. type of people. Like, like he could just walk in the room. Everybody's like, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's Tupac. And it's like, cause like even with me, I never like really listened to him growing up, but it was like. I always kind of respected him just because of the way other people spoke about him. It was like, right, oh, right. it's kind of like, he was interviews, you know, interviews like that. Yeah. It was like, yeah, this dude really talking to talk. Like, yeah. So it's kind of like, but also I think sometimes in retrospect, we tend to kind of elevate people to kind of, it's kind of like how, uh, like, in our memory, we never remember like Michael Jordan missing game winning shot, or like yeah, right. With certain right, like right, with right. certain artists, like your favorite artist has had bad songs. Your favorite mm-hmm. artist has had like trash, like some like release some trash some, somewhere. But kind of like in memory, we kind of like only see the highlights. Yeah, yep, yeah. So yep. it's kind of like so I wouldn't say he's overrated or underrated. It's just kind of like. He's kind of, I would say he's, he's properly where he should be, like listed with the greats, not just, uh-huh. you know, not as a lyricist, but just as a artist. Like he had, like, that's why like certain, like, like I don't consider like Kanye, like the greatest lyricist, but he makes you feel what he says. It's like, right. okay, I respect his artistry because he has used hip hop to make, to like, he's accomplished what he wanted to do with hip hop in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally respect that. Dope. Totally respect that thing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, for me, I understand the overrated conversation regarding his music. Um, he has what, uh, five, six albums alive. Um, so yeah. probably Biggie as well. I think when people talk about Pac, they never say he's top ten, he's top five. It's either he's number one or number two and that's it. Yeah, and to say that with a guy who on a life have maybe six albums, mm-hmm. you, to me it's like okay, the past twenty years. Are you saying in the past twenty years no artist's catalog has been as good or better than Tupac's? When you say that, so to me it's like if you're saying he's the best, then you're also kind of saying the music the past twenty years has not been as good. And mm-hmm. I don't personally I don't think that's true. Yeah, so. From that standpoint, that's my issue with people always saying he's the greatest. Like, we had 20 years of good music from 96 to 2016. I don't think it's been that bad where you could say, a guy who died in 96, you haven't heard anything better since. Mm, um, right. Now, now, regarding his persona and all that, I think it's hard for people. I don't understand why people are so quick to say, you know, we rated him so high because he was this, he was that, because... Tupac, his personality and attitude is such 
one way, one day, one day, next day. And sometimes it's hard to understand if he's playing the character. Is that really him? There's just so many facets to him. So that's mm-hmm. also kind of gets me like, we we don't really know. In my personal opinion, we don't really know who Tupac was as a person. We we see a lot of different sides of him, but we don't know who he, who he really was. So to mm-hmm. judge him off of that, I think it's also wrong. So Tupac would have been Chris Brown nowadays. <laughs> oh, all about the Twitter thing? Yeah, this, yeah. Tupac was on Twitter? Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, Tupac. He would have survived. He would have yeah, been every yeah, like, single day. The way we remember him now, like, it would be very different if he, like, was alive and doing, like, stuff now. Mm. It's kind of the same way I feel about it. But like, also... Yeah. But also, people say, like, if he was alive, this artist wouldn't be around or whatever. Yeah, I like, do that. I hate when people do that. I'm like, Beyonce. He probably, probably would have worked with Young Thug. He probably would have done auto tune. Yeah, he probably <laughs> would have worked with Wayne. You see it right? with all those other artists from that era. We see it with Snoop. We see it with Cube. I mean, to think he would be the only artist from that era not to cross over. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I wonder if we would have tied. I wonder if we would have treated Tupac the way that we kind of treat Wayne. And I'm not saying Wayne is in the same conversation, though he may be. But Wayne had a run where he just was on everything. And we have notoriously heard about Tupac's work ethic. And we see they drop the album every year from 97 to 07 of material from Tupac. So imagine if he was just jumping on everything, giving out features. Like, would we have tired of Tupac the way that we tired of Lil Wayne? Yeah. Maybe. The way Tupac that well. You said what? I said also hip hop. They have a thing where the fans really don't treat the legends that well. They don't. I mean, they don't. Yeah, true. rock everything else. It's perfect. Hip hop. It's like he would have get out of only here. dead legends would respect somewhat. <laughs> I think hip hop. Days only. Yeah, I think hip hop is has turned into like how sports is, where it's like if you can't keep up with the young guys, like we don't care about you anymore. Mm. So it's kind of like. Like, even when people, like, slander Jay now, when he releases a, a verse, and it's kind of like, oh, you're not rapping like Drake. You're not rapping like Cole. You're not rapping like Kendrick, so we can't do nothing with you. Compared to, mm, yeah. like, instead of, like, respecting them for what they've done, it's kind of like, uh, we don't need you no more. We got somebody else. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Or just rather than just looking at it for what it is, like, all right, this is Drake, Cole, and Jay. I mean, this is Drake, Cole, and Kendrick, but this is Jay where he is. Like, that he's not gonna mm-hmm. rap like that, but this is where he is. Like these old rock artists, they drop albums. You don't expect them to be like the Linkin Park. You don't move out now, whatever. It's like the Kid Rock, whatever. It's like, oh, you're sad. You're making music for that lane. We don't do that. It's like you're gonna be compared to what's hot right now. If you ain't compared, you ain't nice. You trash. Rather than just giving the old lane, like, all right, I respect that. Yeah. They're doing that and they're doing this. I, I guess it's not really. That. It's not really an old man section in hip hop. Like uh, how like it's starting, it's starting yeah. to be. Because yeah, like where you have like, like classic rock. This is like the first generation where you have rappers who have been rapping for twenty plus years. Yeah. Other than My, that, I, rapping, that's a, a major maturity issue, though. But to, I guess to me, like the main people that buy albums are like younger people. So like, it's older people still releasing music, like, but if nobody's buying it, it's kind of like. Yeah, Who cares yeah. about it? Like, nobody it's cares about, about music. like, 
LL Cool J dropping a new album. Like, nobody cares about nope. that. Nope. It's going to collect. Yeah, old, but, like, they don't really buy it. Like you said, yeah, it's like, they don't, they look at the old stuff. They don't really, they probably even know who dropped the album. Social media to them is like, what? Who? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, we're in a crazy place right now. But, but shout out to Pop, man. I'm waiting for the movie. Um, We'll see, man. Hopefully it's dope. So, Definitely. So let's yeah. talk about what you guys are listening to right now. What are some of the things that you guys have been listening to lately? Uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, right now, uh, I listen to a lot of Kanye. Like, he's my favorite rapper ever. So I listen to a lot of Kanye. Uh, Life of Pablo, a lot of that. Uh, but I'm kind of just going back and listening to like some older stuff too. Some Dark Twisted yeah, Fantasy. Yeah. And then I, uh, mm-hmm. I finally listened to, uh, Malibu. By, yeah, Anderson uh, Pack. The album, yeah. Hard, bro. I'm telling you, yeah, like album of the year. I'm sorry, like that. Like I really, feel like I really, uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought I wasn't gonna like it, like when I first heard it, because I wasn't kind of used to that style. Then once I kind of got yeah, into yeah. it, and just kind of like rode around with it, like with the windows down, the car just riding around the city. It was like, oh, okay, like I can vibe with this. And then I listened yeah. to uh, that John Bellion too. I like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The human condition, yeah. I've really been listening to that. Like, them are, like, the main three, like, Life of Pablo, Malibu, and, like, human condition, like, the main things I've been listening to. I've been listening to Division a little bit. Uh, they're September mm-hmm. 5th. But that's, yeah, pretty much what I've been listening to lately. Oh, oh. Sean, what about you, okay. man? Easy agree with it? Oh. Uh, for me, it's been all around. Uh, probably the last year, Alabama Shakes, um, yeah. Dornick, Foreign Exchange. I'm still listening to Foreign Exchange, a little brother. I still can't get them out of my system. Um, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, because, you know, he had a new album coming out, so I'm listening to this, you know, Bush, the Seven Days of Funk album he did. Um, okay. I was, I'm a big fan of Odyssey as well. He had a great album last year. And he had a mixtape earlier this year. He dropped it. I thought it was great as well. Um, yeah. That's mostly, I mean, also, I try to look around, get some stuff I've never heard before. Yeah. So, that as well. Um, I know recently, um, DJ Quicks and um, Problem dropped a mixtape. I thought it was pretty good. And now they're going to do a full length. But I think it's really, really important for the West because DJ Quick, we really hear him on, he's such a classic producer, but we haven't heard much of him these younger West Coast artists. So yeah. I think that's pretty important for the West that he's doing something with somebody younger. Mm. So, um, yes, that's a lot of what I've been listening to lately. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, man. I got some good choices, man. I've just been rocking with Kanye, like Larry said, like going through Kanye's whole discography like the past week, just, you know, and um, mm-hmm. Alina Baraz, you know, um, you know, she is, her album is just fire. Um, Who? A L I Alina Baraz A L I N A B A R A Z. Like her yeah, check it out. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> she, bruh, like she she's fire. So that and Kanye really that that's really oh true too. Look, I've been listening to the truth yeah. now. Um, it's complicated because that that's better than I, I thought. I it was. haven't stopped listening to that. Yeah, that's actually better than I thought it was, and I gave up. I I ain't listening to CDJ as much, but that album's really been in rotation like 
I would think it would be that good. It's really like, yo, this nigga really dropped something. Like, I know Truth was done, honestly. But, yeah, so it's complicated. Alina Barraza, her recent album, and um, Kanye's discography, just going back to the greatness, like, wow. Like, it really is just, yeah. So what about you, Tom? Yeah, um, i just been listening to a lot of uh, The Truth. Uh, Joe, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've been listening to uh, a lot of Truth. Um, I was checking out Chance the Rapper's project finally because it's up on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was listening to Leona Lewis a little bit and um, doing it. And Tia, Tina Marie, I almost messed up her called this Tina lady. Marie, you in your bag, huh? You in love. Yeah. Hey, 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 But yeah, so that's pretty much been where I've been. That and then a couple from Tupac. And kind of skimming through. Really? Oh, and I listened to uh, what happened to that boy. Yo, Baby was a terrible rapper, dog. He is a terrible Baby rapper. Baby is boy. a terrible rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, had to fix that. I had to fix that. My bad, y'all. But just how bad it yo. was. I'm like, yo, Clips skated all over this record, and you you ruined it. Why were you on this? He he does sound low-key good on the end of the language. My favorite verse on Baby is like five seconds on Drake, the language stunt, nigga. Oh. Every time you see, you nigga, see it, that's my record. Yeah, stunt, that's nigga, like, you. That's not a oh. verse. He just talked. Like what he I said. Know. I didn't like I'm his just, verse. That was right. Like, like that's my. That's his, That should be his lane from now on. Like just like do like that. Like I can chop it up. Just chop it up over Show a beat. Headline, yes, Lord. Like that's that verse. That's hard to me. Like that's put the some respect ever. on my name. Put some respect on my name. Did he write it though? <laughs> Did he write it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, okay. I'm gonna play that now. Let me get off. I, I love it. Uh, the language. I love the end of the language. That's hard. Burn me. Oh, I thought you um, were talking about putting respect on my name. I thought that's no. I'm not playing that song ever in my life. <laughs> no, no. Oh, um, that's a real song? song. Yes. Yeah, it's a real song. Oh, oh it's a song. It had like a two minute <laughs> window. Then nobody heard of it. It, it. it was like, oh, okay. I fell down there with Kevin Gates, you know, his music. But, he, yeah, I ain't going to lie. Kevin Gates, he's just funny. Kevin Gates is a funny dude, bro. Did you ever see him, like, like first of all, I'm married. I'm holy. Like, the stuff he be talking about, no, like, bro, man, what? That was hilarious. It's, first of all, I'm married, and I'm holy. Don't put it. I was crying. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, man, to him applies, I don't know. But, um, hey, yeah, man. Anybody with a YG? Oh, I, you know what? I, I I've been skimming through it. I ain't getting into a recent, but I heard, I've seen his recent interview at the Breakfast Club. But I've been mm-hmm. skimming through his recent album. I haven't gotten to it yet. Is it dope? Oh, I just skimmed through it as well. I just find it interesting that um, there's past two albums, both been compared to Kendrick's. So really? I just found that interesting. Yeah, the last two. Mm-hmm. This one's people compared it, both his albums to the Kendrick's two albums. Like his is like a hood version. So I wanted to find that interesting. <laughs> Oh, I mean... Speaking of Cali rappers, the game dropped a project recently, too, called Streets of Yeah, hey, I saw that. I, I didn't check it out. I game be spitting, though. But it's interesting because game needs to go he, on, I mean. he's been promoting another album with, like, a child pick of himself, and this isn't it. So, I mean... He's been promoting his, his underwear like, on Instagram. His, he's been promoting his, his, his self on Instagram. That's what he's been doing. I don't know about albums, but... Listen, he met some Karuchi now. I don't know what's going on. I ain't this ain't a gossip podcast, but <laughs> Yes it is. 
It's yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, we just be chilling on two tones, y'all. We just, I just be chilling, man. But um, nah, game did drop son. I heard the documentary too. Um, was hard though, like that. Yeah, it was like forty tracks. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah. Like yeah, I just came through. It's too much to I like, go through. You I like that Mula, that Mula record. Man. You sound fed up with that. Dude. Nobody to listen. To, nobody listen to Lecrae. Nobody. Who? I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I heard of him. The last track of his that I like was Mayday. I'll say that. Mayday is hard. Was it Crit? Yo, Crit is nice, too. Yo, Crit, I've been going back to Crit old stuff, too. Cadillac, Mount Olympus, King of the South. Like, a lot of Crit old stuff, too, I've been, like, rocking with. Um, Hey, did anybody hear Nice Wonders' new beat mixtape? No, but I need to. Where is that? It's in the trash. Yo. That's where it's at, man. Wow. Nice Wonder. Nah. <laughs> man, nice Wonder, no. nice Wonder is like our Vince Carter. Like, he had that oh. great run. But he's no. been, he's been planking no. ever since, like, 2009. Really? No. Uh, what, what, come what, on. Which last good Nice Wonder beat you've heard? Uh, uh, <laughs> Dang, man. Um, he had nothing yeah, on the record. I David Banner. He had a joint with David Banner, but I don't remember the song. But man, that was like 2010, man. Yeah, it was. David Banner got a joint coming out too, the God Box, whatever. That his Uzi record I've been playing too. It was better than I thought. I'm like, oh, this is actually dope. Um, but yeah, man, a lot, a lot of music coming through, man. Hopefully, you know, some lot of music coming through on two songs, you know. Uh, what? We don't know what. Yeah, we was about to say whatever. But um, yeah, man. So um, Larry and Sean, man, we appreciate y'all, y'all. We really appreciate y'all coming on the show. Um, again, this is for the people, man. Part two, we're gonna have mad different parts, different people from the timeline to come in and just chop it up with us. You know, giving back to the supporters, man. We appreciate y'all for listening to the show, helping us out. You know, and we appreciate the explaining of the timeline y'all give us. Um, yep. Especially uh, Sean. Um, yes. Hey, I don't blame nobody. I know what you're talking about, man. No, you yo, mean... go to Sean. Y'all give us that no, name. No, please don't. Go to your FMH Larry be low key. Yeah, and Larry be Thurston talking about I need to get curved again. I want somebody to curve me again. This chick. I'm like, yo, he's a he said, Oh girl looks so good today. I want I want her to curve me again. Like something like that. What? I'm like, yo, this dude is wild out here. This kid's hot. They doesn't know how to act. Like Yeah, that's it's the summertime. Like, shout out to it's the summertime. Lucy. Yeah, summertime is wild, man. Tony's married, but yeah. he sundresses out yeah. here. Good God. I'm, I'm so um, out here now. But, yeah. You say, but these sundresses, man. You got to stay in the house, yeah. man. Be you, straight up. Yeah. Man. You can follow me at Tony Timberlake 3. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Timberlake 3. Yo. Yeah, these sundresses make you. But yeah, but, um, yeah, man, we do appreciate y'all. Um, thanks for coming on the show. It's another episode of Two Tones, and we sign it out. Catch you next week. Peace. Peace.